and welcome to day two slash part two slash the Wednesday preview of the 2020 Cheltenham Festival as brought to you by a Judge's Guide podcast. I remain Richard Churchill, joined of course by Martin Fagan. Rob Alexander. Good evening, no. And David Barnes. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Uh, we are going to crack on, of course, with the first race of Wednesday. That is the Ballymore Novices Hurdle. Swallymore. Your fab in the market is the much-mentioned Envoy, Envoy Allen uh, at 5-4. to four. Sporting John is 3s. Big Getaway is 5s, as is the Big Breakaway. Brilliant. Nice to have those two next to each other in betting. <laughs> uh, Time Hill is available at 13 to 2, and it's double figures the rest. It's three places across the board. Uh, Martin Fagan, it's a 5 to 4 fab. Are you happy with that? In what sense? Do I want to back him? Do you want to back it? Um, in what sense? Like, <laughs> church, it's it. He's furious about it. He basically said, Am I happy about it? As I said earlier, church, it takes a lot for me to to back to back sort of the, at this sort of price in a, at, at Cheltenham, especially in an office race. Like, obviously, he's, he's very strong. He's He's got the best form line, as I spoke about in the Supreme. And if people are listening to this now, there's half a chance Avocadabra's, well, I hope, already won the Supreme by now. And he, he looks he looks a strong. Eh, it might be Avocadabra's won the Supreme, Davis Stars won the Champion Hurdle. Then you're looking at this thinking he's an absolute certainty. But yeah, I just I find it hard to, to back something at this price, even though he does look very, very good. It's a kind of natural inclination to want to take something on at a short yeah, price, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is, mate. But um, you can't really. Have any reservations about what he's achieved? I'm a big either. fan of I'm a big fan of the big breakaway as a horse, but he's only had two starts and he hasn't really been tested, so you don't really know how good he is. He kind of gives off the same sort of vibe as what maybe like Shishkin was in the Supreme, but you could argue the big breakaway might be an okay-ish price. Mm. Uh, the big getaway, he just looks like a, he just looks like a big chaser. He's huge. Um, I worry for him about the course. He might just run a similar race to what like Battle of Doyen did last year. He just might not have the tactical speed for something like this. Yeah. Um it's not a race I've got a massive opinion on. The one I was looking at as a potential decent each way bet was Sport and John. He looked really impressive the way he pulled away at Ascot. Apparently, I don't do times yourself, but apparently the time was good. Um I don't think this is the deepest race and Sport and John each way at sounds ridiculous now because if you check the market there's threes everywhere. But the only reason Sport and John is threes now is because he shortened massively when Envoy Allen was gonna go to Supreme. Yeah, there was and doubts think, about where I think you'll probably get fours nine to two on a day and I think he is about nine to two on, on the machine. If you can get nine to two on a day, Sport and John, probably have a have a little each way bet on him because I, I don't really like the rest of the field basically it looks it looks quite apart from the first couple in the market i'm not a, not a fan of, of many of the rest of them but it it really wouldn't be a race that appeals to me yeah event what price is envoy allen on the machine bar 236 yeah see i was going to say if he, if he was what are you going to get on the day if he was saying to, to eight or something maybe, maybe but i don't know it, it obviously it all depends so. on i don't think so well, no, it depends what happens, doesn't it? If Abigail gets stuffed and Dara Star gets stuffed and all the format, it depends how the format. The, the thing what I'm looking at now is on the exchange, True. you've got the 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 two big sporting John and Envoy Allen. Then you've got Longhouse Poet. Poet. Time Hill's like twenty eight. That's going to go. That's uh, not running yeah. And after that, you've got absolutely nothing. It's like hundreds after that. But that's that that's the thing that pisses me off now because you look at the race and you think it could end up being. It, it could end up being like a great each way race. But because of all the Envoy Allen shite, yeah. you've missed out on the price on Sport and John. On the day, he's going to be... If, if all that Envoy Allen shit didn't happen, you could have probably back 9 to 2 for now. I was looking at backing it a few days back. and thought exactly. that, no, yeah. 4 to 1's an each way bit, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it's 3's now. And, uh, and that's only because of what's happened with Envoy Allen over the past couple of days. So. I agree with you, you probably will get 4 plus on the but day. I haven't really looked in great depth. Is there a chance that it ends up being fucking... Eight seven. I don't know. I don't know how many of them. I don't know. Yeah. If, if you just go down, you. I don't know about all the horses, but Time Mill's not going to run. Longhouse Poet. I thought he was certainty to run here because obviously the the owners 
It seems like the sponsorship and all that, but in a few previous nights I've seen, they said they reckon he's going to Albert Bartlett. So <clears throat> I only was put up by David Mullins for the uh, Albert Bartlett at five o'clock. I'm not sure if he runs at the festival, but if he does, probably the pipe. Son of Camas, Donald, Stolen Silver, Handicap. So protected at five to the Yeah, the top ones in the market will probably scare off a load, don't they? That's so you look at here thinking, how many of these are going to actually run? So. I don't know, I'm just a bit gutted, I can't take the nine suit spot on John, but as I said... You never know, you might be able to. You might be able to. Not a great race for me. Okay. I agree with Fagan about the the pair of bigs uh, get away from Willie, Willie Mons and break away for Tizard. They both look exciting prospects, but I know you said about big getaway, he looks like a chaser. I think big breakaway probably does as well. He's maybe achieved a bit more over hurdles, but yeah, he just looks a bit more pacey, doesn't he? That's yeah, he point. does. I think I think both either of them can run a big race and probably finish out the frame. Really, like Sporting John for me looks the one oh. that could put it up to Envoy Allen. Like he's beaten some very good yardsticks. He's beaten Harry Senior. He's beaten Master Debonair. Uh, he's not won a graded race, has he? But he's he's beaten decent horses. Uh, I think he's got what looks like a good turn of foot. He's got decent stamina. I think he's probably the only one in the race that I can see properly putting it up to Envoy, Envoy Allen. So if you want to take him on, Sporting John's probably the one for me. If you don't, also fair enough. Just yeah, sit back and enjoy it. Or back Envoy Allen at a short price if that's what you want to do. At, at the price. He looks rock do, solid. You do look at it and think he's... Like, for me personally, I, I do love him think... Five to four Envoy Allen is probably a better bet than eight to eleven uh, Benny. Yeah, that's how I that's how I see it because I look at the third and the fourth market. And I think there's a big chance they don't. Yeah. Envoy Allen's won the bumper. He's looks a good hurdler. He's got speed. He's got stamina. Right. Oh, I think the reason why he's behind him, like none of them have had a battle yet, and Envoy Allen exactly. is the biggest battler. Yeah, going really if you get in yeah. a battle with him, it's just so. Hard to see he them just, coming he, out on top. He's like. not flashy like say Samco was, is he? Like and he wins excellent yeah, yeah. He just wins as a, as far as he needs to win. Yeah. And that's a great a great uh, thing to have for all. But you always wondered with Samco what was under the bonnet and for him he, he didn't have anything under him. the bonnet, did he? Yeah, yeah. That was the problem. Well I, I thought Blue Sari was gonna beat him last year. I, I thought, ah oh, well this is over, but when Blue Sari came at the yeah. perfect time to beat him and chin him and he still managed to find and more. He, he just, he just was... kept finding more and he, he, he looked as though he'd won it easy in the end, like um And considering he got into a battle with Avocadabra kind of at the top of, at, at the top of the street and then he's had to pull out more. Exactly, yeah. I, I do think he's should um he's rock solid like but Avocadabra's or Dollar Star Frank the Fool, will you get even money? It, if you it, get it, even money, it's a, a strange, it's a strange one. It, it, it should do, yeah, because the form's been franked. But you've also had the third in if the prices stay yeah, the same as been win, and then you've had. It depends the on what the, the champion. Like, so if it's if no fabs going on the first day, Benny gets beat as well. Yeah, maybe the bookies, although the form lines work, they might the try bookies might try and take right. stuff on. So. Okay. It, it depends, you can't, it's not one of them you can really say. It. I it guess it depends on... But if the, if the form was perfect, would you be more inclined to back it? Oh, definitely, yeah. Definitely, the yeah, price, it just, it just it given that the book is made opposed, even if it went down to evens, would you be, would you want to back it even? This is my question, I suppose. If, on if the day of both of them have won. Yeah, should, yeah. yeah. I, mean, it's, I know it's a big if, but yes, it's, not, it's not mental. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Unless there's been, I guess the only way you can see him beat is if it's absolutely... Like bottomless ground, Which it just gets outstaged, but that's not really going to happen, is it? Okay. The um, like one of the things you've just said that year, it's a, it's a, it's a great um, can't even speak. Yeah, it's a, it's a great, it's a great thing point. to pull up on. It's a great point because Thank one, you. one of the best things to do about Cheltenham is as soon as a race is finished, just go back and check the form because there'll be something there. Or even if there isn't, you haven't wasted that much time, minutes, yes. two minutes, go back and just have a little look because there's always something that's got a form line with something else and the bookies won't be quick enough to change that. Like sort of thing I really should get a spreadsheet for. <laughs> like example last last I don't know, I can't think of one last year. Um okay. well, there's always like multiple form lines. Like like say the Martin Pipe from well, last year, the year before, uh Discarama ran well, Cider Berlay ran well, um Early Doors ran well. And then last year Side of Burley won the attempts, early doors on the Martin Pipe, and Discarano came second in National Chase. So there's certain ones that yes. once one goes in, you can, you, know, you can almost, and but it happens with the novices as well. You see certain form lines, someone wins the Supreme, you look and you think, oh, this came third, and 
Well, it, it can also make it a, things a false price though as well because it happened last year with the. But if you react quick enough, you can you can get it. Yeah. Like yeah. an example of this, even though we didn't win, or whatever, you'd have been on value. Would have been um, the Henry de Bromedos that went off fucking single figures in the Coral Cup last year. I think he came third behind Classical Dream at Leopardstown over Chris on Boxing Day maybe. Yeah. And um, he end, I think he ended up going off. What did he go off in that Coral Cup last year? Um, Fat, well, the favourite in the Coral Cup in 2019 was Erdal. Erdal, yeah, he had no, he had no pace. I, I, I'm actually uh, crying here, about getting the, getting the, uh, getting the results up because fucking William Henry chimmed, chimmed in there. Dancing on my own was the yeah, that was him. What price did he go? It went off at sixteen to one. I didn't. Okay, fair enough. But I think he was. I think he must have got back into maybe eight nines overnight. Right. And he was quite strong. Maybe okay. maybe he was a bigger price at the time. But yeah, he's one who I think he had former classical dream. Classical dream wins the supreme, and he he shortened because of that. Mm. But would it not have been great to see Wake quite brave win that? Oh, well, let's not go there. Right. Okay. So Siklo brave. As <laughs> Actually, no. Mm. R.I.P. He's gone now. Eh? Oh really? That's ruined. Sad, sadness. Um. So, Envoyon, are we a group, is just, if nothing else, just sit back and enjoy watching it race, but probably worth a bet. Yeah, it just all depends on and the price. Each, it sounds sporting ridiculous. John, each way if you get a price, four to one or bigger. It sounds ridiculous, but on the day, if Envoyon was maybe 11 to 8 and sporting John is 9 to 2, it probably wouldn't be the worst idea to back Envoyon and back sporting John each way. Okay. Yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. ridiculous, but I just, it's not a deep race, and although the breakaway could possibly do something the getaway for me just he looks like a big roller chaser and I don't like I don't like them sort of horses doing this they can win as we've seen with the um, for me this, space. this is that race, won, the, won the race a couple of years back uh, oh there there is a crime what about if Longhouse Poet goes to this race does he have it a chance was, uh, of getting placed oh yeah will it be caught he was one oh, you yeah. probably wouldn't have it on your mind for it but they can they can win it but in, in general you need pace on this you need pace on to win to win a Ballymore. I know a lot of people say you probably need more pace than a Supreme, and it it can it can be true. You just, especially it, it might be fucking it might be recency bias, but I just look back at Battle of the Dawn and think uh, you look at these big chases, don't you? And some of them they're just, just going to struggle, aren't they? To for me, you want something that jumps well and is quite pacey, and I see no problem with Sport and John and well, Envoy Allen obviously has better form and course form, so yeah. Anything, Not, to, anything to add problems? At this stage for me, it's just about your own personal punting style because you won't find many more rock-solid 11-8 favourites than this in my eyes. But at the same time, it's a great each-way race as well, so it's just whichever route you want to go down. I, I usually look for the bad each-way. But like Hagen says, you can go down both, I guess, yeah. But uh, he looks rock-solid. You so. can't put anyone off in Allen, really, can you? No, not at all. I mean, it's like he's, he's, he's got the lot on him. Yeah. If, if, if someone says to me, he's my banker at the festival... I, d- I didn't I like it. I wouldn't argue with you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't like it. I was poet a lot coming in. But now I look at how the race is going to cut up. There's going to be he's eight got, or nine runners. He's got a he lot to fight. He's got the pace, has he? Well, I, think, I think he'll probably be underpriced because the same fucking I could owner see trainer won the, won the race last year. Yeah. Not for me. I just don't think he's... I think at 14, I, I mean... I, well, I suppose when Alexa Dane wins the Supreme 10 lengths, he'll be short than 14. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> I think, we, I think we have nailed the Ballymore. It looks like a banker. Yeah, we've nailed the Ballymore. What, what's, the, what's the nap? No idea. <laughs> it sounds like the nap is the fucking forecast, doesn't it? By the the forecast. <laughs> just back for forecast. We're moving on to the RSA Chase. The second race of the day, of course. It features your duo, pretty much co-favourites of Champ, Minella Indo and Copperhead. You can back them at 3-1. to one. Uh, the three uh, champ probably the five in the market. It is available at five to two, whereas you can get seven to two about both Manila Indo and Copperhead. Four and a place, Copperhead. Uh, four and a place. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Alaho ninety-two. Uh, Fahim is tens. Yep. You forgot the machine. Fahim the machine is tens. Uh, Batman Doyen tens as well. The RSA Rob. Of the front three? Yeah, I think it looks tailor-made for uh, last year's Albert Bartlett winner, uh, Manila Indo. Uh, for me, he's the most likely winner. Uh, if, he, if it does turn out to be the front two in the market, 
he'll almost certainly outbattle Champ up the hill, who he won't be there. He probably didn't get. <laughs> he didn't really even get home over two two mile five in the Ballymore last year. Uh, City Island uh, went on a lot better than him. Manila Indo stays well. His victory over Captain CJ reads well. Uh, he jumps beautifully over two and a half. An inadequate trip behind Lorena. Uh, Cheltenham form, obviously fairly important. I think he looks he looks rock solid. Copperhead is one that I'd probably be a bit more against. I think he's a very progressive horse, but I, I feel like currently he's underpriced. Uh, looks like the race they won at Ascot just completely fell apart. Uh, both the market leaders that day, Pim and Sam Brown, ran very flat races. So I'm going to take the form with a pinch of salt. Right, he did won- jump well that day. Though, did jump well. He was impressive. He deserves his chance here, but I, th- I think he looks absolutely tailor-made for a national hunt chase rather than the RSA. Uh, not, I wouldn't necessarily put anyone off his chances, but I don't think he's a three or four to one shot for an RSA. I much prefer the chances of Manila Indo. Okay. Manila Indo. Uh, Barnsley, have you got a, a pick amongst the front, front three? And if so, where where are you aiming? Well, as soon as um, the Albert Bartlett finished last year, I was, I was saying uh, Manila Indo wins the RSA next year. Um, still saying it now? Just about, but I'm gutted about his preparation. The, I, I really wish he'd been able to run in the ten up at Christmas, and uh, I just he just hasn't got the experience that I really wanted him to get. Ten. Not the ten up, uh, that was Leopardstown. recently, yeah. the three mile, yeah. which, which became a three horse race between um, Champagne Classic and uh, Battle Over Doyen. But yeah, I'll stick with him. But I'm not as bullish as I would have been if he'd had a great prep. Um, he only won a beginner's chase last time, but him and Captain CJ pulled well clear, and then Captain CJ has gone. Captain on. CJ he won, won the, the ten up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Ah, there you go. That yeah. was that was. I think the form the form looks solid, and Champ is a rogue. Copperhead, I would say, is probably overrated at the prices. He's the one I fear the most, and I'm glad you say you don't like him because I really fear him. But um, Champ is is. He just doesn't convince, and um, how many times or oh, just come through handicaps like I know, I know we won a, I know we won a. Um, it was a graded race, wasn't it last time? Was it in grade yeah, two? Yeah, the but grade the, two. Not very yeah. often you see these horses who obviously start out and then he's running in what I think he won off. Let me see, uh, one two five, one three four. I don't know. There's something about Copperhead. I'm not a big fan. To be honest, this, again, like the Ballymore, I've, I've not got a strong view in this. Like Barnsley, I'd have been really strong on Manila Indo if. He maybe would have had a few more runs, but a bit similar to what I said about Bruno for Storm, he does jump fine. He, he's got the ability. He's got the Cheltenham form. Like I watched, I watched that Albert Bartlett last year, and you watch it back, and you're like, "How's this horse won?" And he, how's he won as easy as he's won? Like the, the way and he was an experience. He, he, well, he did everything. Like, he did everything. He was. Yeah, he was. Sorry, he, he did still made another hurdle. Like, he pulled. He pulled. He was key, yeah. three miles of Cheltenham and the Albert yeah. Bartlett to do what he did. He went off. 50, so raw. He yeah. just looked like. But he saw them all off. They kept coming to him. And he saw Andy him backed it up at Punchestown as well. Yeah, so the Constitution the is unbelievable. At Punchestown, he drifted like a barge that day as well. And me and Barnes are like, oh, this can't win yet. And he fucking still won. Two lengths, a lot of good form. <sighs> He's five, isn't he? So you like. Is he favouring now? Yeah. I think he is, isn't he? Minaro, though. So it's co favouritism. Champ is really, But Champ and. Yeah, most books have got Champ as slight fab over Minaro, though. Yeah, it's it's a strange race for me. You, you try and look at anything else in the market, you're like, you're struggling to find something. Tell you what, I'd love to see Faheen go here and Allo go to the marsh. Right, it looks like it looks like it'll be the other way around for the Mullins pair. Uh, Allo will get outstayed by Manila Endo all day. For me. I don't see what the fuss is about with Allo. I really yeah, don't. Everyone seems to like want, want him to run in the marsh, but mm. for me, he just looks like... The same sort of horse as Minelarindo. He's a three-mile chaser, but he's just slightly yeah. worse horse than Minelarindo. And Minelarindo has beaten him. I don't twice see him as a two-and-a-half mile himself. Like he's a good jumper, and he's, I, I he's got the same problem in that he's had two runs over the fences. And was it a big in his chase? He won last time. I think he's had three, don't he? Oh no, he's had two. Yeah, got beat by his yeah. game and then, then won a fairy. Yeah. Time. 
Uh, Heen would be interesting if he went here. He stays yeah. stays three miles. <laughs> You've got to love Faheen. I don't think you'll hear Willie talk about him. He's like, twelve years old. He is twelve years old, but yeah, I think he was better over a trip. If you look at these stats, I know it's people don't like stats. It's a completely it's a freak situation though. Like you look at the stats, yes, but yeah, but there's it's not a situation that's happened. Also, is it not is it not an all? I know you can say this is really simple. It's not looking at anything. It's not an argument to say when you can back Faheen at double prices, you. There's a double figure, you just do that. In the same way that when Federer plays Djokovic and it's six to one, you back Federer at six to one because it's a situation where you're getting a massive price back. You just want to be able to say I'm back to Federer at six to one. I don't know, like it's it's tough for me. Like I look at the stats and think there's so many of these stats and, and you go back and think it's also like big books and other can fly and all these. But then you do have to look and think they were proper open age grade ones this isn't this is a novice race so you can kind of make your own sort of My impression. For it. but you do go back last year and think Paisley Park I know we're going to get on to him in the next day we're going to talk about him and probably say he's one of the he could be one of the best stayers we've seen in a very long time mm-hmm. and boy he was only beat six lengths by him in, in, in the stayers last year yeah. so he's um, not the horse he was four years ago when he was winning he's champion won, hurdles yeah, but he's still He's the highest rated novice chaser in time form. In a way, the fact that he the fact that he won the fact that he won a champion hurdle probably ruined his career because he then had to go down the same route again. Whereas everyone in the Mullins camp seems to think he's an out and out three miler, and that's what he always has. And then the day before he won the Ballymore, yeah, he won that three miler at Limerick, didn't he? Yeah, the bottomless ground well. ever. So he's always been that. But then obviously they've seen the opportunity. He won the Ballymore, won the fucking champion, and maybe this is what he is. Like, if he was to win either the RSA or or the whatever the fuck it's called JLT, obviously it'd be great. It would be great to see. But my worry for Faheen in general would be after he won at Leicester that day when he beat Easy Game, Willie was adamant that that was his Gold Cup. That was his Gold Cup, yeah. and that would be the worry for me. Willie's a, he's great at targeting a horse at certain race or whatever, and if he's got Faheen to the absolute best he possibly could have been that day, and he's only getting beat, he's sorry, he's only beating Easy Game what half length or whatever. I don't know. I'd worry that maybe yeah. that was. That, it. To be fair, know. I think the trip is why I would prefer him here. Yeah, Three miles, he can go a bit slower, and that's why I really agree with what Fagan said because I think for Willie. Now with the um, Irish, the Dublin Festival, his horses, most of them start there with the first proper race, and they're building up to that. Whereas he went to Limerick, and he really wanted to win that race, and then he, mm-hmm. that was his Gold Cup at Levittown. I, I, he hasn't even committed him to the meeting yet. From no, I know, I know. I'm just, so, I'm purely saying that I, if he comes to Cheltenham, I'd prefer to see him in a three-mile race rather than a two and a half. A couple of others I want to mention here. Uh, it sounds like Robbie Power. I know Cobden gets preference with Tizard, so he'll probably ride Copperhead. I don't think Slate House would be out of this, out of his depth in this race. He won. Uh, John Joe rode at Ascot, yeah. Copperhead. Yeah, yes. but Harry Cobden will get preference with Tizard's, apparently. Right. Uh, if there's no um, Nichols horse but I suppose it's possible that Saints on it will run but I think Slate House has solid form was given a very easy time of it when put into open company last time in the Cotswold like once he got outpaced Robbie Power just pulled him up I think 16s looks big like what price would he be if he hadn't ran in open company it's not easy I think it'd be half the price I think it'd be half the price He's got good form around Chetlam. Three miles, he's still fairly unexposed at. Uh, and then another one that I'd like to give a little mention to, I think he's one of the best jumpers of a fence that I've seen. Probably this is out of his depth. He was given his debut in a grade two, uh, where he unseated uh, against Sam Spinner and Ravenhill Road as I right. Uh, he's gone on to beat Malkahi's Hill. Give him a, a very solid beat, and again, only two starts. So you question whether he's prepared enough for the race. But if the race does cut up, like it sounds like it might do, I think thirty-three to fifty to one looks reasonable for a horse that does jump very well and has has been to the track as well before, which helps. And that is eye right. Yeah, and so but that's so it's 
Slate House and the I Write are sort of an outside. Yeah, I think they're two outsiders that can can run can run well, okay. and it's not necessarily a foregone conclusion that one of the three or four fabs wins the race. Okay, very nice. nice. Shot, uh, wait a shot as Rob put up Scottish horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jumps brilliant. I'll be happy with Manella in the great Scottish name as well. <laughs> <laughs> Super. So, you know, so the only most Scottish you right. could be is fucking called I Can He See. Can He See? This moves us on to the Queen Mother champion, a woman who can no longer see, uh, having been dead for 20 years. Um, <laughs> Good. Are the, you editing that out? Or that, no, I won't. Oh, well, she is dead, isn't she? So, uh, so we could when she listens to that. Won't you? The, the champion <laughs> she is all, dead. All, all the royal family are dead to me. Uh, good. Fucking cunts. Uh, the, 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 Scrounging cunts. Great. Uh, the champion chase, the market is headed by Deffy Dessoy. Uh, that is five to four. You've got Chacon de Soie at seven to four. Altior. Uh, is currently available at three to one. Apuutar is sevens. It double figures the rest. Of course, the big news in this race was that earlier today we're recording on Sunday. Nicky Henderson reported that Altior was lame in the yard uh, and may or may not run at the festival. And uh, obviously, that a race against time is how he described it. Indeed, a race against time. That's why it's just up to nine to one and is now seven to two on Betfair. And, yeah, <laughs> right, time racing. <laughs> Nicky Henderson. Uh, broke, broke the news and then absolutely smashed up all prices on Betfair. Well, uh, it's not for me to say whether that did or did not happen, and I'd like to just for the record say that that is an alleged. That is not the opinion of a judge's <laughs> guide. <laughs> that, is, that, is true. that is the opinion solely of Martin Fagan. Um, David Barnes, give us a rundown of your feelings on the Queen Mother Champion chase. There you go. Yeah, well, uh, I'll, I'll ignore the news about Altio because it looks like it's going to run, but. Okay. It's, it's well, yeah, let's let's go into assuming LTO runs. Okay. Uh, after the champion chase last year, I thought he would definitely win in King George. I thought he definitely needed further than two miles. Um, the game spirit did very little to uh, change my opinion on that. He just beat the same horses again, and uh, you've got two new contenders this year. Two contenders that were top class. Uh, Defy de Soy. Whilst I'd give him a great chance, I couldn't go near him at the 6-4 to four he is now, uh, shortened on the Altior news. Chacon Poussois, I'd be really keen on. I mean, he, he beat um, Deffy Desoy so easily at Punchestown. And if you uh, hold on to that kind of thing, the uh, he, he looks like he's got a great chance. He jumped so well. But I was just a little bit disappointed with his finishing effort at um, the Dublin Racing Festival. So yeah. to sum up, <laughs> I haven't got a clue. <laughs> right. I agree. I completely agree about the Dublin Racing Festival thing. Both him and Min looked dead on their feet. They didn't did, they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's he not. He might really... have gone really fast, but if he'd finished that race and hit the line, I'd be backing him. But yeah, you want to see them galloping through yeah. the line. Ideally, now I'm just really confused. I don't think Min was. At, I don't know. I had a little feeling Min went at his best that day as well. I know, but after it, everyone's saying the time figure was brilliant in that. But I don't know. I, I, I just, I just didn't think that was the best. The thing the that give you hope is that Town and the Mullins both said he was uh, idling in that race. So if he was idling, fair enough. But it didn't look that way to me. So I'm it's, confused. It's a very interesting race. Like I've seen a lot of people compare it to the Champion Hurdle last season. We've got front three in the market that are all, all the rage, and then there's. Possibly if they don't perform on the day. Like, I don't. What was the third in, in the champion last year? Lorena. Lorena. Lorena you got Lorena, Lorena Apples Jade. Ah, Jade, yeah. But whatever like, happens here, you couldn't see an Espoir Dallin. One of the three is going to win, surely. You would, yeah, you would definitely expect that to happen. The one, the, the, the one that I could possibly see doing uh, an Espoir Dallin's Dynamite Dollars. And he's got rock solid. Well, he's got good novice form. He's won graded races. I thought his comeback actually uh, against Altior, although he got beat three and a half lengths, I think there's one man that can get him back to, can improve him another £10 or £5, whatever it'll take, is Paul Nichols. I thought he jumped and travelled really well. And yeah, 
if he does improve, I think he can maybe he can give the top three a race. But yeah, I I do. I do think it's probably going to be a different race than last year's champion hurdle, but I think the top three compared to the rest argument is quite interesting. Deffy Desoy's done nothing wrong. I guess if Altior does run out of the top three, he'd probably be my bet. I don't think the prices will be the same as they are now. Uh, he's achieved a lot. He is the His finishing kick up the hill, I don't think you see many horses do that. Mm. So, even though he may look beaten turning for home, yeah. he'll always find that kind of speed up the hill and he might just... But could these two be a bit far away from him? I, I... Yeah, possibly. Yeah, definitely possible. Martin Fagan doesn't agree. The look on his face was that of stun. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's not a race I'll be getting too involved in. Um, Always good for a betting preview. But I just, I just look at this and think... Um, if you go back and you look at Deffy's wins this year, um, yeah, he beat Politolog, Cheltenham, uh, he, he scrambled home against Undersol. The second time when he beat Undersol, he won really well, but he went absolutely no gallop there. He was ridden for the turn of four. Mullins was fuming, wasn't Undersol he? Undersol just went off far too slow. Uh, Undersol, he, uh, he hasn't got a turn of four. He's always been one of them who's a galloper. He, he goes off a pace and he, st- he stays that pace and he jumps and he gallops. I don't know why I'm clapping. No. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't... And what Barnsley said earlier about Shaq and Pessoir beating Deffy the back end of last season, you've got to look at it and think Shaq and Pessoir had barely had a run. Deffy had, had, a, had quite an hard season, so I wouldn't really be convinced that that form line would stand up. As I said, it's not a, it's not a race I'd be smashing into, but I just look at this and think, especially with now with the news about uh, Altior, if he does run, at the end of the day, he will be right. Anderson's not going to be running at all that isn't right. And if he does, he's probably going to be bigger than he was yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah. And for me, it'd just be back out here. He's never been beat over obstacles, apart from against surname, when he stepped him up and trip. And if you watch back that race, he's been beat two and, two and a quarter lengths. Yeah. Nicola de Bonfield barely fucking touched him. Anyone who says he didn't stay, for me, you don't know what you're talking about, because de Bonfield's barely touching him on the running, and he's just cancelling up, up to the line. I think he, they could have arguably looked at that race and thought he's ran not far off the best of his life. He could go to King George. He shipped himself. He didn't. I was perfectly, I was perfectly happy with his running with his running Newbury. He jumped better at the end of the race than he did at the start of the race. Um, the the engine is still there. The, the, that that finishing kick that he has, and as long as he's within two lengths, jumping the last. I just can't see how he, I can't see how he's beat yeah. I that think just occurred to me because he's four to one on the exchange without a run, and he's three to one non runner no bet. Three to one non runner no bet. Yeah, that's, that's a great, great, that's price, isn't great it? bet. At the end of the day, for you me, you could even go each way. For me, to. for me, if you look at this race now, yeah, and you say he didn't run against surname. I know I always say these sorts of things, but this I think you have to look at these. Th- he didn't run against surname. He's still unbeaten. He's come back, and he's motored away at Newbury and looked like in an extra couple of strides he could have been ten lengths clear. What price is he? Is he three to one? No, no, no bet. Even with a little scare. At the end of the day, the scare doesn't matter. It's no, 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 no bet. You got your money back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, he's yeah, not why that, is he he's drifted? Not that, no, he's not no, that no, price. No, he's not that price. And I know, I've started this by saying it's not a great, it's not a uh, strong opinion. I think I've got a strong opinion. <laughs> now, nah, so, it's, it's how I've always thought. Uh, unbeaten superstars like this, for me, follow them into, until they're beat. And three to one, no, no, no bet. Looks, looks a very yeah. three to one. Altio, no, no, no bet. And Five to four, Deffy, six to four, Shaq. And obviously, the way they've, they've, the market is now with that, bookies are obviously trying to limit themselves because yeah, they yeah. have to they react to it. They can't yeah. lay the front two with this one possibly not running. Sure. But it also gives you the opportunity to back out your threes, non no bet when you look at things. It's worth saying that every single firm on striker is non no bet apart from William Hill. So just be careful when you're placing don't, your bet. Don't be back in there, yeah. yeah. Unless you're back in the Supreme. <laughs> and then you're going to to um, but yeah, three is not a no bet. I, I I find it hard to see how that's not a not a not a good bet because you, you look and you think he's probably he's still, be five on a day for me. Well, I, I he's that's still the champion. Like he still showed he's got the finishing kick. I know he wasn't. I, I know a lot of people have said in previews and that that he hasn't put up a great time in the past. I think it's eighteen months or whatever. But he hasn't had to to win the race. He did like he, even last year in Champion Chase. The thing for me is. He's an he's got an engine. We all know that. I don't think he's regressed, and he's got that. If he he's got that 
finishing kick and I don't know I, I won't be having my match bet on anything in this race but if you're giving me three to it one it does sound like you would bet, like to bet out yeah, the it would definitely be the bet for me I just don't see how anything else gets involved you won't be that price if he turns up will he definitely. no not at all exactly, not, at, yeah. not at all no. okay so can we pause it now and get on three to one no yeah. bet? <laughs> out to your three to one no run no bet if you're listening to this in time if you're listening to this Wednesday morning uh, sorry when he's four to six on <laughs> Uh, four to six on. Four to six on. Yeah. I, six think, on. I think Dynamite Dollar <laughs> is going to be that kind of improved and, and Dynamite close, Dollar but... is the outside bet. That's currently 16 to one in the market. We're going to move on to the rest of the races in the day. Uh, so it takes us to what is oft called the hardest race in which to pick the winner at the Cheltenham Festival. It is the Coral Cup. Uh, I don't think I've ever backed the winner of this. Uh, and I don't think I'll even come were that you, close. Were you close last year? I don't think so. With Lil Bird? Uh, oh, I was close last year, yeah. You got chin, <laughs> I got chin, close. We got chin, didn't we? Oh, yeah, that was good. I'm glad that that's been brought up again. Uh, got, got, so, in this year's Coral Cup, you're looking at 9-1 uh, the field. Protectorate and Birchdale are your 9-1 to favourites. Dame de Compagnie is 10s, along with Alpha Mix. Canardier is 12s the rest. Uh, Lost short to know that. Damn you can get me. five places at Paddy's, Betfred, Coral Ladbrokes, Betfred, and Hills. Uh, that damn the company chase, that's a lot shorter than the market now because Henderson complained and he got a gang of fucking clowns to put in his band. Complained <laughs> about the handicap situation. <laughs> I can't believe it. They basically just picked fucking four homeless people off the streets mm. and said, Do you reckon this should be handicapped like this? Nah, <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, clowns. so in, in that time that you're opposing damn the company. No, no, I'm not necessarily a player, okay. but I'm just saying... Where's, it's, it's, so, it's give us your rundown of... You must have a couple picked out. I've got a lot, mate. It's an handicap early, you know me. Okay, well, let's start with you and uh, fall asleep, and when we wake up, we'll be towards your last couple. I've got four. Um, okay. Alpha Mix, number one. He's ran well twice in strong handicaps at Navin, December, January time. Um, the main thing would be he's running off his Irish mark, 142 here, which, if you've looked at the handicaps and then looked at the... What the, all the Irish have got, that's not a bad thing. Uh, he travels well in his races, ideal for this sort of race because you need to have a lot of speed in the uh, Collar Cup. I uh, just think he'll go close. Uh, the one issue for me would be, well, it's not, is JP McManus has bought him recently, which means the 16, 18 is now, well, two, it's 10, 10, 10 across the board. I think that's, that's the problem. He was my main bet for this race, but now, with the prices, it's it's probably gone a little bit. Uh, the other one would be Iglantine in the Soy, who won the mares last year. Uh, she's on my list for both uh, this race and the county. She ran well in the two mile handicap at the Dublin Racing Festival. Um, ran really well behind Stormy Island and the Black Tears of Punchestown. Um, going back in some list today, but she was giving it weight away all round because she won a Grade One in November. Obviously, course form, she has pace. Another one, uh, and then I've got two more, which are a, a lot bigger in price. One that only came to me a couple of days ago is Lammy Sage. Oh. I, might, I might get laughed off the board with that one, but um, he would really be of interest if he ran in this. If you go back and you look through the winners of this race, um, a lot of horses win this race carrying a lot of weight, mm-hmm. like these sort of types. The first and, two, much, yeah. and these, pi- yeah, and these these sort of like ones that people don't like. Piggies, pigs, and this, and they don't win graded races. It's just certain horses suit Cheltenham. And if you look back, Lammy Sage ran really well in the county. Um, he's got ability. If you look, if you, if you look at this season, I think he ran first time up. He looked. I think he t- did. He say the one on one. Might have done rightly in that race that he got chinned in the uh, Yeah, with the world. He, uh, and yeah. He, I think he was running off about six hundred days off, and he showed he still got the ability there. Um, yeah, it kind of reminds me similar to what you know, uh, the one we backed last year, Wicklow Brave, and Lammy Serge. I know he's off top weight, but I just think the race will suit and he'll travel well. And so Lammy Serge yeah, price he, varies massively. Fourteens at three six five, thirty threes, thirty threes. I just I just think it's just because they don't know where he's going. I agree with that a lot, but I, I just assumed he'd go to stairs like. He might go the stairs. He's about to hundred to one or whatever he is for that sixty six yeah. or something. Like no chance. But um, yeah, he'd be an handicapper for me. And then there's one more that I've I've had on my list on my fucking tracker for ages, and she just won't be entered or run in the right race. Uh, Great White Shark for Willie Mullins. 
He keeps running great around. white shark. He sorry. Keeps, he keeps running over three miles. The and reported. She came she came from the flat and she just she, she she always pulls over three miles. She never runs a race. Um I've always wanted her to run over two miles or two two and a half, that sort of that sort of trip. She was entered in the two mile two Mayor's handicap here at Dublin Racing Festival and I was I was getting dead excited thinking, Oh, here we go, this is gonna be a bet this and she ran in the three mile handicap hill that column of fire ran in. She ran okay, I think she got beat twenty lengths or whatever she did. But the problem is she's come from the flat. She's always keen in the races. So she needs to go a gallop to settle. And these three mile races over hurdles, they just don't go quick enough for her. So she pulls and she loses energy and she's she's not got anything there at the end. Okay. In the Coral Cup, over two mile five, it's a, it's a race where you need speed, which she has. I just think as soon as they set off, it might be a race where she actually just settles. And if she settles straight away, that's that's good for me. Um, she's got loads of ability and I think she's what? 40 is she? You can get 40. You can get 40. She's one of them. 33 uh, wide. She's a William Mullins second, third, fourth thing or whatever. But as we've seen with Wicklow Brave last year, that's never a bad thing. He's a genius. And I'm just basically waiting for her to run between two and two and a half with a fast gallop. And she's one on my list who's a massive price. Okay, so to sum up, Alpha Mix is probably your strongest bet? No, not now the price has gone. Probably okay. strongest would be. Lammy strongest is your lamb is Lammy surge which if he's going to be if he's going to be 20 25 that's all the price yeah, which, which can, I think he will be you can get you can certainly get 20s currently you might be able to get 25 you probably get no nah, you'll, you'll get probably Bingo. 40 on a day like right, okay. because he's going to be top weight he'll be disregarded it depends if he runs but and then the two outsiders were great white shark and what was it Eglantine no I was, I got, great white shark will be not that Eglantine will probably be quite a strong okay. price but um but in terms of your bets Lamy Surge is probably your strongest bet there. Yeah, and then Alpha, and, and then, then Grey White, and then probably last the team because I'm not too sure about the trip. I'm not 100% sure about the trip. Okay. Uh, I thought these in the wrong amount. Right? I've got that <laughs> in the cross country. Uh, right, Barnes. Uh, are you with Fagan in, of the sort of the front runners in the race, Alpha Mix looks to be sort of the one that you like, or are you have you got something else sort of towards the top of the market? It's a very tough race, like Damien says. I, I don't, I don't think you want to be backing much at the front of the market. Okay, it's worth mentioning that they did go to the tribunal to get them to company that uh, two pound off, and uh, Barry Garrity rides ahead of Birchdale, who is currently the favourite. Okay. Um, so you'd expect that to go well. The one I really like is Downtown Getaway. I don't, don't know for sure if he'll get in. Is he not? I thought he just won the pipe, really. No, he's not in. Not in the pipe. No, he's not in. He won't get in the pipe with 136, though. I think he wasn't even. Last, last year was 136. Down, he's not like currently priced. Not, sorry. Not confirmed to the pipe. Ah, uh, was he? Okay, well. That, it's currently priced at 14s here, available. Biggest price, 16s at Hills. That is. That, is that the head not on the pipe? That's that. Yeah. Yeah. Pasting. That's zero pasting, man. Well, he had to make his own running that day, didn't he? I, I, I didn't think, I, think he had, I thought he was more of a stayer myself. Yeah, if you're getting into end gallop in a, in a Coral Cup, I, I think that would be right up his street. He had to make the, the running at uh, Kempton that day. I thought he might be a graded horse when he was a novice. And uh, if he can get into this off 136, I think I'd give him a massive chance. I'm not sure if he will get in, though. The other one that I really like the look of was Easy Work. I don't know if he'll run it. He's in the Ballymore as well. Well, he's got, he's got one four seven, yeah. Sleazy. Easy work again, as short as sleazy work. Uh, eight, it's, it's ten, pretty much across the board again. Yeah. Given the, the lack of non-runner at Hills, is available at twenties. He went. He, he needs a real test. He went off a ludicrous price last time against uh, Asterion for lunch. He was like three to one for the Supreme, and he needs a real test. Uh, he destroyed uh, unexpected. Yeah. He was a half decent horse. Unexpected. Unaccepted. <laughs> he's, 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 he's been running over two and two and a half yeah, on yeah. bad ground, and then he, Gordon seems to think he's a two mile. He's not, is he? So he's I, not. I, a I, know, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, I, so I, I get that. I, I haven't got a clue if he'll come here, but at the fourteen, I'm running over now. I definitely take that and hope it comes. Okay. Uh, can I just ask a question? Will no. traffic fluid get in? Because if so, I know someone that we're spending a lot of money <laughs> wasting a lot of money backing that. Is that you? Uh, no, well, me and another one of our uh, esteemed colleagues. 
Rob, give us a quick run on full Fagan. Oh, Fagan, unless you have a. No, I just realised now that I did have a fancy for this, but I've not put it on there because I think he's going to go to a different race now. I, I'm this. That's the only what. Oh think. my god, I think I think Rob's. No, it's not that. No, so uh, mine was Tatsy. It's also I definitely think he's well handicapped, but he needs to step up and strip. He needs to. He, I had him wrote down for this, and he was like, he was going to be one of your main bets. But may not be going. But then I read in previews and stuff that he's going to go to the county, which, all right, yeah, it's a, it's a test and stuff, and he might just be okay for that, but he's not quick enough, in my opinion. So if he went, just saying, okay, so probably, that's be on your list. Yeah. You can come back at 25s with Paddy Power, five places. It'd have to be non Yeah. I think he's going to stupidly... Traffic Louis definitely gets in. Like <laughs> Fantastic. Right? <laughs> in that case, good luck to your bank manager, Rupert Warren. You might not be able to get on. Uh, uh, Rob Alexander for the Coral Cup. Yeah, I'll just I'll quickly go over one horse Thank that you. I think will be interesting step up and trip. Uh, he's actually half brother to a horse Dave Barnes mentioned for the novices handicap chase, Precious Cargo. What are you going to say? It's uh, Joseph O'Brien trained uh, embittered. Uh, he has very solid bumper form, which suggests to me that he'll probably stay a bit further. He got beat three lengths by Envoy Allen uh, at the Dublin Racing Festival. Uh, came two lengths behind Cole Reavy at Punchestown. And then has finished in behind Abracadabras and Envoy Allen over hurdles. Beat Black Bow. Everything suggests he's... Well, I think he'll relish a step up in trip. Uh, on his handicap debut, uh, I've re-watched the race and I think he was... It says he was hampered slightly between me- between horses and a Very messy race. There was a couple of dolled off hurdles yeah. in, the, in the closing straight. Fatty got murdered in that race, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think murdered. embittered, same story. He like, was strong that day as well. I remember a few people backing back him that day. Yeah, he, he looks a type to me that will stay stay further. And I, I'd like to see him run over on this track rather than the... Uh, two miles of the county on the on the new course. I think I think he's one that's interesting. He's had his ha- had a handicap run run well. Got that experience. Has good decent speed ratings and and uh, time form ratings, I believe. And also has some envoy Allen form. Yeah, he's got <laughs> form <but laughs> behind the horse that's going to get mentioned every day probably. <laughs> Gold Cup. Well, I think okay. envoy Allen might be nice. uh, embittered. Embittered, you can back embittered. It's a 25 to 1 pretty much everywhere. Indeed. I think if he turns up here, he's got more of a chance than if he goes to the county. And that, that's the thing, it's Joseph, is he not? Yeah. Yeah. The one that was getting backed for this race from Joseph was um, the one that got a really nice mark, Sempo. I think he's 9 with 365. Yeah. But um, I'd be surprised if he came here because he's not really the type. He hasn't got the pace. Like I don't think Sempo could. Looks like a three mile. I don't think Sempo could could run four lengths in a two mile handicap here at Leopardstown. He looks more like an absolute out and out there. You'd be more. You'd be thinking Sempo, Goldie Albert Bartlett, and Embittered might be Joseph's number one. So it's a shame for Sempo because he got a great mark, didn't he? Like, mate, he was my he was my Martin Pipe number one, yeah. number one on the short list, and I was thinking, oh, spoiler no. there. Yeah, no, no, not, not, <laughs> no, not, not now. No. <laughs> but like, I was thinking, oh, I know why they're not going there because they they know he's going to be 150 or whatever. So they kept they sort of kept him in the collar cuff or whatever, didn't they? I don't know what they did, didn't enter him or what. Fucking, it ends up he's only entered in the Coral Cup, a race that won't suit an out and out stayer. And he's one four two. It's like he'd been absolute certainty. And well, now I look back and think, <laughs> spoiler alert, but I think I know why because he's trained by Joseph and Joseph has the absolutely been fiddled with all season five to one five in front view. But yeah, we'll get Fair to that. We'll, get, we'll that. get to that. So. Uh, we were looking there, a few mentioned Lamy Surge, Downtown Getaway, and then Bitted probably got the strongest talks there. We'll move on to the cross country. The market is headed by double Grand National winner Tiger Roll. Uh, even money about that. Easy Land is 3 to 1. Uh, Jean de Gregan is in at 12s. My Bite also at 12s. I'd love to see that horse. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> uh, any, any talk for the cross country? Does Tiger Roll piss up? No comment. Uh, I mean, I, 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 it might be a theme of the 
You're done for the day. Yeah, I'm done Great. for the day. Even though under an hour. Even though there's another handicap hurdle to come yeah. in the middle. Yeah, there's a federal in there. We'll, we'll, only, get there. we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll proper handicap hurdles where horses rated more than fucking one thirty. In terms of the cross country, Tiger Hall can easily win it. Yeah. His prep's not been as good as last season, and I think this year it's all about getting him ready for one race the national show. Sure. Uh, probably odds on or even money, whatever he is. Yeah. Should be taken on. Right. Yeah. The Easy's Land, uh, he's been purchased by McManus for the race, so I think that kind of tells you that JP doesn't have anything domestically trained in UK or Ireland that he thinks can beat Tiger Roll. So this is probably the best chance to beat him. But one that I like is one that won a handicap at Cheltenham earlier in the year. Oh. Uh, fell in the race when actually not really asked for his finishing effort behind Easy's Land last time. French trained Diesel Dallier. Like if, you, if you're going to have a bet, I think he obviously likes a track. 16 or 20 to 1. Yeah, you can get 20. Each, each way, each way to squeak. He's not rated that high, but he's given the likes of... He gave Urgent de Grigan a good beating in that handicap. Like He looked like he'd improved a lot last time out at Poe. I don't know a lot about French form, but Easy Sland is 3 to 1. He's 20 to 1. Seems so I think... Uh, I mean, if you have to have a bit, just fair enough. I don't know. Something at a big price. I love watching the uh, videos from Poe to uh, <laughs> uh, Barnes cross country. Have you got much to add to Rob's talk of a twenty to one diesel dallier? No, I, th- I think uh, Rob's gone a lot deeper into it than me. But Tiger Roll looks an absolute sit. Should it want to win, I'll be smashing it. Great. Well. We move on to the Fred Winter, the juvenile uh, handicap hurdle, as possible by Boodles. Uh, your favourite in the Fred Winter is Aramax at fives. Mick Pasta is available at sevens. Tronador is at nines. Palladium tens, as is Time White at twelves. The rest, maybe even Cerberus at tens. Uh, Barnes, come, come to the Fred Winter for the old uh, juvenile. Yeah, usually I'd really like to stick with sort of uh, Gordon Elliott, Paul Nichols for something like this. But I've just been looking um, at Repetitio's form and how he's got a 130. I'm absolutely baffled by He um, ran really well behind All Mankind, one of the favourites for the Triumph. Uh, he was beating nine and a half lengths. Botap Kaz was second and fourth was Mick Pasta, who was one of the favourites for this race. Yeah. Uh, they're... So, uh, All Mankind is rated 148, I think. Uh, Botox has 139. Repetitio, despite winning a handicap since at Cheltenham in open company, is only rated 130. The horse that was behind him, Mick Pasta, is going to run off this uh, 140. So, he's been kind of saved for this, and uh, he started off as a summer horse. He's with a small trainer, which explains his price, but I just can't see how he can be a 130 horse. So repetition, you can back now at fourteen to one, five places at Paddy's normal. I know bet also bet fair. Yeah, uh, and if you just look, watch his a uh, handicap winner in Open Company last time at Cheltenham, he battled on so well up the hill and like some experienced handicappers, he 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 uh, just outstayed them, and I, I just think he'll be thereabouts. Repetitio. Yeah, much like me in the cross country, Barnes looks like he's done a lot more work on this race than I have. Fantastic. I like. I really like that shout. Uh, in terms of any others that may have a chance, uh, there's a horse called uh, what was it called? Blacko for Alan King. Sixteen to one. Again, he's got s- not similar form lines, but he's run. Well, in a couple of four-year-old hurdles, he's beaten a horse called Zoffy, that I think is a similar price. Yeah. Uh, and Zoffy has lines in with. Uh, he's after that race, he's gone on and won a uh, four-year-old race by eleven lengths. I think there's a ahead of an Alan King horse in second. Uh, that was actually quite a clear second. So I think Alan King may have a fair line on the quality of juveniles this season. So Blacko looks like 
I think one three five is probably a workable mark. I did quite like the the chances of Mick Pastor as well. Like his French form looks okay. He's beat a couple of horses when he last. Paul Nichols has got an exceptionally good record as well. He does, he? yeah, but one at the cage with Duchamp. Yeah, Mick yeah. Pa- Mick Pastor <laughs> beat. In at at Ote in May, Mick Pastor beat a couple of horses that since gone on to win. I think he was well backed against in that race against all mankind, wasn't he? Like, he was, he, yeah, yeah. Was he fab? Would he go second yeah. in? Um, Possibly needed the run. Like you can maybe put a line through that. Like he put that behind him in emphatic fashion at Ludlow. Like obviously, the question about obviously, doesn't it? It does. Obviously, the race at Ludlow was fairly weak, but. I have a feeling they thought he'd probably be a triumph horse. Uh, a marker 140 <sighs> looks okay. Apart from that, Nichols has been positive about his chances. Seven or eight to one about a trainer with that kind of record in the race <sighs> looks okay. But I think I prefer Blacko okay. at the prices. No, nice. If you told me you're going to back Paul Nichols or Gordon Elliott in this race, I wouldn't have an argument. But out of Gordon's, I think the favourite is short enough for Aramax, and I think yeah. Tronador looks a better bet. If I was going to go for Elliot's, Tronador looks very unexposed. Okay. And someone who, who could be suited by this test. Yeah. Very nice. So that was uh, Blacko for Rob, and a word for Mick Pasta, and Barnes, you had Repetitio with a word for Tronador. Lovely. Yes. Fagan's not interested. Fagan has no interest. Fagan, anything to say? Great. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, the Silence speaks volumes. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, the last race of the day is, of course, the champion bumper. Uh, the favourite in the champion bumper is, <laughs> is the 11 to 2 Appreciate It uh, with Queen's Brook. You're... I love some 11 to 2. Surely not 11 to 2. <laughs> sorry, 11 to 8, sorry. Um, Queen's Brook, your second favourite. A Sea of Blue into sixes. Uh, Panic Attack eight Israeli or Israel champ tens. Uh, Queensbrook is shortened because Jamie Codd has confirmed he's going to ride it. That explains that then. Uh, in terms of the winner of the race, I do find it quite hard to look beyond the favourite. Really, I think what he's achieved, like he showed speed, class, stamina. Uh, Good turn of foot, good pace. I think, I think he could go off even shorter if if okay. there is the money behind him that I think I think there is. Uh, okay. Queensbrook's done nothing wrong. She's got a good chance. Like she'll get get a bit of weight. Panic attack. I can't have. That was Willie Mullen sent it to market raisin, which he's never done before. Basically, I think. Basically, I think to sell the horse on. Because they didn't think it was any good. David Piper since bought he, it. He dug the maggot and caught the fish. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think so. I think so. You look, you look, you look at it, don't you? And you think um, if Willie wanted to keep it, he he's got so many owners. You have said, yeah, this is a good race, horse. So. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I think of the Pipe pair, Israel Champ looks one of the better horses. What does it have to? What, what does it always have to do for you to back a Pipe horse at Cheltenham? It's got to be Moon Racer in the bumper, basically. It has to be a bad million for me. It has to be a big price. I agree. I completely agree. Oh, let's, not, let's, 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 let's not get fancy sad with Western Warlords, but you know what I mean? Like, I but it is. I, do, I know it's might, sound, it might sound like a stupid thing to say, but I do find myself looking at all these races and I go, the first, you just gravitate towards the Willies, the. Looking at, here we go. <laughs> the Mullins, <laughs> the Gordon Elliott of the world. And, and I look at horses like this from, from Piper and my. He just looks like every other one that they've had before. Like, this is a champ. Appreciate it just looks like an absolute monster, to be fair. And a horse that... When you've gone from the master as well to pipe. Yeah. From the panic ma- attack. From ma- well, that's a great you, thing, is it? Do you agree with um, Rob in regards to appreciate it, or have you got an outside um, Again, referring to punting style, there's no way I'm backing a 6-4 to four shot in a bumper. Just because the four lines don't tie, and he was so impressive last time at Leopardstown. And if people are that sort of punter, fair enough, enjoy it. But um, I've backed third time lucky each way, skeletons. He just knocked my eyes out every time I seen him run. Bounty for us, that's, that's an available okay. at 14. It's a great one, you know. Right. 
Uh, he's had his last run at Huntingdon. Uh, and there's oh, zero, there's zero for one, two, eight in the last hey, 17 hey, years. Actually, <laughs> no, obviously, the, the stat I'm talking about is gone now because of last year and the but Fagan, you seem eager to make a point. Uh, no, I just want to say, what price did you say appreciated is now? 11 to 8. I said 11 to 2, in fact. 13, right? There's 13 to 8, freely available. Yeah, I basically had a nightmare. What I mean to say is it's 13 to 8. Instead of 11 to 2. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the only thing I'd say is, you look at that and you think, 13 to 8, and then you look at Envoy Allen, 11 to 8, and think, you're betting into a better market, betting, betting Envoy Allen. You know what you're getting into. Yes. Whereas this, you don't know because there's so yeah. many horses. There's you, something that can like, come out you, of the you, you go back and you look at the you look at the Ballymore and you look at the winners of that race. Not very often a 40 chance, 50 chance, 33, 25 pops up and just goes, right, I'm the best novice. Whereas in the bumper, it's not a big, it's not a big thing. Like what, okay. what price was the one I'm thinking of now was Briar Hill twenty five to one. Briar Hill twenty five to one. A Willie Mullins horse ridden Ruby Walsh. by Ruby Walsh in a bumper went off twenty five to one and won. And if you just go Silver back on the price, sixteen. Q card won this race. He was forty to one. Oh yes, back yeah. to that. as well twenty five. Even if you just read through the last ten, uh, last well, ten let's years, not do that. No, we're gonna do that. Forty to one, fourteen to one, sixteen to one, twenty-five to one, sixteen to one, nine to two, five, seven, twenty-five, and two to one, five. Last year, Envoy Allen. So, Favs haven't got a great record in this race. If you're going to back, appreciate it at thirteen to eight or whatever it is. Don't keep your money. <laughs> if you're going to back, 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 back it, keep your money. No, to be fair, he finished. He actually I, finished a couple of lengths behind Envoy Allen in a point to point. So there's some some form tied in there. Okay. I said to you actually, didn't I? I said to Rob before he won a race this year. Eleven and a half length. It was it was in between it was in between the third of November when he came third behind assemble and and over Christmas when he won. I messaged you didn't I one day and I said I got this horse in my tracker. I don't know why. It was disappreciated. I didn't have any name, uh, any notes, any comments, anything like that. I said got no idea why. Didn't back him in no. the tra- tra- shit in, and I was like, I don't know why. I think I must have just watched the race in the bumper and thought he was a little bit unlucky. But you look now and you think, what did it have to take for you to back a horse in the champion bumper at this sort of price? It takes a lot. And the only notes I had on, on the bumper for this was just off all the previews. Everyone was raving about Queensbrook. Now Cod's been confirmed, and obviously I. I I was over your shoulder before. I see, I see the sea of blue. What is it now? Best place? Uh, we can get sevens at hills, uh, sixes everywhere else. Yeah, like that was tens or twelves, really, like a couple mm. of days ago. And I just look and think, the bumper isn't a great race for me. I think on there's someone I follow uh, who speak obviously does times and stuff, and then apparently Fairy Hollow, the other Mullins one, isn't that far behind. Appreciate it, mm. but I do remember Barnsley saying this morning. Someone said to me, maybe not you. Um, he was a big drifter in the morning, so maybe he's not going to run or something. But yeah, it's a big price. To be honest, I should have just kept my mouth shut because. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, <laughs> you may be able to tell. No, that Martin actually wasn't in the room for the last couple of races, and we got through them in quite a. No comment. No comment for the rest of the day. Should I should have stuck with that? So yeah, yeah. no, no comment. Very hollow, I like because he he looked um, he's to wrap the first two races like he uh, it was a bit of a thinker, but they changed the tactics on him last time. He's boss. He, yeah. he does look the type of horse, doesn't he? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if he runs or not, but he does look the type that in a, in a stronger run race, he, he'll go okay. I okay. know um, Cod, Cod, I think, I don't know whether he had the choice or what, but Cod rides Queensbrook. I think Davy rides the other one, the one that's in the same colour of his Tati, that Esky Lane. And what price is that, Church? I think it's about 16. 16 so, yeah. It is indeed, you can get 16. Pretty well, 14 is readily available. I know it's, it's it literally is the road to the poorhouse to like read literal form lines, but to read literal form lines, depending on price, sometimes it's like, oh, well, I'll have a throwaway. Um, Escalane came, I think he got beat ahead by Assemble in that bumper and appreciate it as much as of, so he did get trouble that day was two, two and a half lengths behind him. And Escalade's 16 and appreciate it's 13 to eight. So it wouldn't be just like a stupid throwaway at the end of the day. He's trained by Gordon Elliott and I think Russell's gonna ride, even though Cod is apparently the one who gets, I think he gets first choice. He will do, yeah. Bumper ones. Will do yeah. But as I said before, big, big price horses win this race. And if I was to have a bet in this, 
I did write down Queen's book because I thought she was going to be in 8, 9, 10 chance or whatever. She's going to be 6, 7 on the day. I might just have a throwaway bet on Escalade. Okay. And you, Barnes, you like third time lucky? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Great. Nap or best bet of the day and sort of best each way bet of the day, lads, please. Fucking hell. Best bet of the day from you, David Barnes. Um, sorry, can you come back to me? Uh, yes, Rob Alexander? Uh, probably Manila Indo in the RSA. I think okay. he's got a very good chance. Great. And do you want an each way bet as I well? I would love one. <laughs> uh, let's have a look. Uh, yeah, if Embittered turns up in the Coral Cup, I think he's got a much better chance than the 25 to 1 suggests. Nice. Best bet of the day. Uh, it's not a great day for me, Chase, but obviously, you know, I do love the handicap hurdles, so you'd have to be. Um, whatever I fancy in the Coral Cup so I'd say depending on price if you're getting anything bigger than 20 to 1 on um, Lamy Surge I'd fancy him to go well. okay do you want me to put that down as your nap or your best each way bet um, let's put that down as best each way bet no it's probably both mate. I haven't got any okay, we'll go both. I, do, I do like Sport and John each way Um. Okay. Probably put the, put the nappers in Royal and he's he, he Well, that does piss. But I don't, mate, honestly, this year it's a strange year for me. And I don't really have much strong ones, but. That's fine. Barnes. That's better day. If Lamy Sage is bigger than 20 on the day, I think he should go well. I'd, I'd have to say my Manila end of the year. Manila end Bit few doubts about the preparation, but I think this is his race and I think this is his uh, time to shine. Uh, each way will be repetition in the. Uh, repetition. Great. Well, that means that our best bets of the day are MY, Alan and Manella Rindo, Elite Trey Trixie of uh, Lamy Serge, Repetitio and Embittered. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening to day two preview uh, for the 2020 Cheltenham Preview Podcast. We have, of course, been a judge's guide. You can download day three and day four uh, from your podcast provider right now. Um, so thank you very much Martin and David and Rob and we will be back with day three and day four shortly.